Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle, our uh, very slightly pre-draft edition. How you doing today, Mozzie? I'm doing amazing. I'm so hyped. I can't even stand it. <laughs> Ready got to rumble. The draft tonight, and yeah. there's got some Endgame coming out. We've got some teams ready to fuck it up. Oh, so many teams. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we're just gonna get right into it. Start with our, uh, you know, just top five, you know, pre-draft rankings of like each position, um, just to kind of get it out there into the world before the draft, so everyone knows, you know, where we stand and how right or wrong we may end up being, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So and um, of course, we'll do some more rankings later once people are actually on teams and we can mm-hmm. evaluate fits and whatnot. Of course, but um. Let's start at the quarterback position. Um, just get right into it. So, um, my number one's Kyler Murray. I, I'm guessing yours is too. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but um, that's I mean that's kind of the obvious thing. Um, my number two though, I actually have Will Greer number two. Uh, wait, let me check. I've got all my rankings right here. So my number two is also Will Greer. Oh, <laughs> believe it or not. I like that's hilarious. It just like happened. We did not discuss this like beforehand. Yeah, at all. <laughs> but um, I've got Drew Lock third. All right. Um, and then I have Ryan Finley, and then Haskins, and last Jones, Daniel Jones. Gotcha, gotcha. So How I've are got. You so I'm not big on Daniel Jones or Drew Lock like at all. Like so, I've got Murray, Greer, Haskins. Then I've got Rippin as okay. before. And then five, I'm kind of torn. Like on who to put there, like like between like Finley and Locke, like Daniel Jones isn't like in consideration for me. <laughs> like, yeah, he's technically number six for me. If that if that's any, <laughs> yeah, like I think he's like I, I don't know if he's gonna end up above the Dalton line or not. Like, it's my no, I can't see this guy succeeding whatsoever. No, yeah, he's just I don't know. Like he has some good aspects to it, but like he doesn't put it together well. And I don't know. It's hard to like. Exp- I don't like. I don't see like you know like top 10 pick or anything by any stretch of the imagination but so yeah for me it's murray i mean he's electric it's kind of obvious greer i like greer a lot just like he reminds me like i just better put like he kind of reminds me of tony romo greer yeah he's got that arm mm-hmm. and like he, like he like obviously has that like moxie what, what you want to call it he, like pl- he plays up to his competition mm-hmm. so i mean you, you always you always want a quarterback who somewhat cocky like so they don't like crumble under pressure like Dalton. Yeah, or like you know that Baker Mayfield kind of exactly. swagger out there on the field. Mm-hmm. They gotta they gotta have some of that swagger, <laughs> like swag Kelly. <laughs> now, one of the things that I like to do is I like to look at how the ball gets distributed mm-hmm. uh, with these quarterbacks because there's always been this stat that like if you're a quarterback that can only throw to their primary receiver, they're probably not going to translate very well because that means they can't really read defenses and make reads. They just go to their primary dude every time. And looking at the quarterbacks in the draft, uh, Kyler Murray has this, like, very noticeable air raid, like, distribution Mm -hmm. with his passes. And it's almost identical, like, him and, like, the Kansas City Chiefs, for instance. Last year, the Chiefs had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey getting 200 receptions and then the rest of the team combining for about 100 and it was pretty much the exact same with Kyler Murray. He had two receivers that were like way, way, way above everyone else mm-hmm. and then nobody else. So that's why, for me, Kyler Murray could easily be a bust, but he 
I think he just needs to be in an air raid system, which hopefully he'll be getting with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, like, I, I don't see a reason, like, a team would take him and not cater their offense to him. Like, right. that would oh, well, be okay. so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There are definitely some <laughs> Redskins, well, Lions saying, teams, you know. That's what I said. I don't see a reason. Like, I'm not saying it, wouldn't ha- it couldn't happen, but. Right. Yeah, no, that's definitely, like, a big thing for me if Kyler Murray ends up not going to the Cardinals and gets taken by some other team that doesn't do this kind of offensive system. I am not very high on him. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, with the, the next up with, like, with Haskins, I like Haskins. Like, I mean, he hasn't we haven't seen a whole, you know, ton of him, but... He actually had the best distribution. Really? Well, yeah, that was going to be my next thing. Now, that OSU did have a lot of a lot of like people they could pass the ball to on that offense but when you look at the receptions on the team it is a very clear like drop from each player to player there's not like a giant drop in receptions between the one and two or two to three it's it's pretty evenly distributed which is nice to see yeah but and usually bodes well yeah it's kind of like the I'm, I'm gonna call it like the the trubisky dilemma where like you barely saw any of this guy and like it was really good when you saw it so, like, you just got to, like, you might have to be a little patient or, like, you know, like, he, Haskins would do well with getting the, like, Mahomes treatment of, like, going to, like, an actual good team with an actual good coach and, like, learning under, like, you know, like, a, a good starter level veteran quarterback and, like, getting more experience because, like, he's, he's not that experienced. But he, I mean, he, he, he obviously threw 50 fucking touchdowns. Like, he threw, yeah. he threw a Mahomes of touchdowns. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think uh, I think it's very likely, and we'll get into that later. That somebody does make a move to get Haskins earlier than anticipated. Yeah, with 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 these guys, with my top three, like Greer's one who could definitely go the latest because he didn't have like a good um, senior bowl. Right. So. Yeah, and he's kind of being slept on, but I think uh-huh. in terms of like the second round quarterbacks, he's got to be way better than any like the top of them. Yeah. And I just realized I forgot how like not fast Dwayne Haskins forty time is. Yes, that's he, that's like the big knock on him, and he's he is incredibly slow, and he's yeah. not a good running quarterback. Yeah, despite despite what Stephen A. will tell you, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like a five. I mean, he, okay, he is six three two thirty, but like a five second forty is not fast. No, that's what I ran in high school. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a high school or level forty. I mean, of course, I wasn't that huge, and I wasn't a great quarterback. So, like, yeah, you know. but I was sort of overweight. Kind of <laughs> happened my whole life. <laughs> so you were generating some force, but um, right, right. So yeah, after those top three, it gets a lot muddier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I like ripping, and then. I'm not huge on, you know, anyone else really. Like, so Drew Locke does definitely have, like, the potential to be good. Like, my, f- my favorite comparison I've heard is Jay Cutler for him. Like, uh. just, like, sometimes Jay Cutler was, like, really awesome, but, like, sometimes he was, like, Jay fucking Cutler, really. Like, yeah. Like, smoking Jay Cuddy. <laughs> smoking Jay Cutler. <laughs> and, like, that's how I see Drew Locke is, like, sometimes he is phenomenal, but sometimes he just, like, s- sucks. Like, it's like there's like this like it's almost like disconnect or what but sometimes it just like it just isn't there and working for him. i don't know if it's like like a work ethic thing or just like a pressure thing or what but like 
it worries me a little bit because I think that's what didn't that happen to like Blaine Gabbert in a way like he was really like his was it Blaine Gabbert I think it was like his junior year he was like a really high prospect and then he stayed his senior year and he got like rattled a bunch and like his like kind of pocket presence awareness got like worse and it never really recovered yep they went to the NFL and people had to decide between him or Cam Newton and it wasn't Locker the other one yeah, and Jake Locker. Yeah, got glad the Panthers want Newton. Oh my gosh, if they had gone Blaine Gabbert over Cam Newton, that would have been absurd. And that was a debate at the time, apparently. Eh, eh. But <laughs> anyway, so yeah, how, how do you feel about Drew Locke? Oh, I think he's going to be a bust. <laughs> just going to just be very direct. Yeah, I, I wasn't speaking there for a minute, but yeah, I, I have. I don't. This. I mean, we've talked about this draft class before in terms of the quarterbacks and the value this draft class is not a good quarterback class like it's really not this is like your c graded quarter black quarter quarter black quarterback class (laughs) 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 that's like that's the um the who's the houston owner that's it that's his freudian slip right (laughs) Sean <laughs> yeah, Lawson's a great quarter black. <laughs> quarter black. Uh, he's not even black. He's white. Yeah, no, I don't uh, particularly like Drew Locke, honestly. I, a lot of people have him or mocking him going to the Broncos. Yeah, <laughs> which, which I, I makes sense. I don't know. I, I've, I think the Broncos will take a linebacker or Hawkinson. But yeah, I, I mean, who knows? John Elway wants to preserve himself as the best quarterback in Broncos history. So right. But like um, perpetually drafting terrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like after after these top three, like so I like I don't really like Ripon seems like a safe choice, I guess. Like he makes me think of like Teddy or Alex Smith or something like that. Ripon? Yeah. Yeah, I like the Alex Smith comparison that he gets. Yeah. Cause like his deep ball isn't, you know, like his his deep ball is kinda lacking is like the big thing. But I mean in the NFL, like, you can kinda get past that is the thing, so like they, that can be worked around just fine. I mean, I mean, so many of these offenses now cater to the quarterback. That... Yeah, and like Brady doesn't throw deep a lot anymore. Like I know that's like a kind of tired, you know, thing to say, but it's kind of true. Yeah, I mean, look at the Giants. I don't even know if they had a deep play call in their entire playbook, and if they did, they had Odell throw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the Odell throw. That was like the longest play they had, but. Yeah, Rip, Ribbon's like a safe option. I need to watch a little more Finley. I I like what I've seen, but like I, said, I need to watch a little. Yeah, I liked a lot of the stats on him. Let me see if I can find some of my notes mm-hmm. on the guy. But real quick, one of my favorite kind of like sleeper guys. Well, there's two. Tyree Jackson, I like just because yeah. he's, he's fun. Like he's just fun. That's the best way to put it. Like he okay, like. I was listening to another another show. It was the football guys one, and he's like, "Imagine a world where your quarterback is six foot seven and isn't Paxton Lynch." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a beautiful world! But um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think lock. Okay, lock definitely is like, even though I don't think he's like super safe. I think he's definitely safer than Tyree Jackson. Like, Tyree Jackson's definitely like a big risk in the sense that like he'll have to get over some of his like, you know, like. Not maturity issues, but like sometimes he doesn't like just manage the game. The be- like a game man- game manager was not like a bad thing, but no, I mean he looks like he could be end up being a solid backup. Yeah, and if uh, anything, like fantasy stud. Right. Yeah, because he did marginally, like not marginally, like largely increases uh, accuracy. Yeah, and that's always like good to see. Like 
You want to see improvements over their college career. Oh, wait. No, he decreased. His act, is that right? In 2018, he completed 55% I trusted of his passes. You. I trusted you. Went In off 2017, he completed 60%. Oh. So he went down 5%. That's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. We'll have to look into like why that was. Yeah, he's got big hands, though. Big hands, but that means <laughs> he is six foot seven. <laughs> yeah, he's massive. So he's like, like I said, he could be just like a fantasy stud, and that's why I have him like as a sleeper option because like big, fast, big arm kind of thing. Like, yeah. And then um, I also do like Trace McSorley. Um, his arm, like his arm, is what holds him back. Which is, like, he, like, you know, like he's a quarterback. His arm holds him back. What, what, what the fuck do you mean? Like, well, like he's like his <coughs> like. Uh, like he's like he's one of those guys who could end up like who may be a backup his whole career and then be like a really good coach. Like he has like the mental game to it. It's just like sometimes he can't like make everything. But like he's fast. Yeah, he is fast too. But like he's one of those guys who like if if he gets an offense kind of catered to like his skill set, he could be really good. I think he's like has more upside than he's getting credit for. Yeah, my it's just you know Penn State. Christian Hackenberg flashbacks are just like <laughs> permeating my brain. <laughs> yeah, he's better than Christian Hackenberg. But... I still have that shirt. It does still make me drink. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that shirt. But yeah, so my top five, I've got Murray, Greer, Haskins, uh, Rippin, and then kind of either Finley or Locke toss up. Okay. And what, what was your top five? Murray, Greer, and then Locke, Finley, and Haskins. Gotcha. And then Jones is just kind of, hey there. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Daniel Jones at all, but anyway. Um, Let's go on to receivers. Ah. Because this is a studly receiver class. This is like, like last year, this is what everyone was looking forward to. Like, oh, next year's receiver class is where it's at. And like, they are, they're good. They're really good. I love this receiver class. So yeah, on to a ride receiver here. I said ride receiver. Uh, uh, when I was um, there over Easter, um, I oh, I was with my family, and someone brought like um, like rice pudding with cherries in it, and I'm okay. like, and so my uh, my brother in law he loves football. I was like, hey Dakota, can you pass me the cherry rice? <laughs> <laughs> and he loved that, but good, good. So he didn't throw it in your face. No. That would probably be the more appropriate response. Yeah, but, but I don't know the, the the cherry rice. Like I don't know why. Like I never thought about like that in general. It's cherry rice. <laughs> Sometimes you use some cherry rice with, <laughs> of course. But um, I love it. Yeah, so I could I could make some lame meme with that. Anyway, so receivers. I've I've had a lot of trouble like ranking them per se. So I'll just kinda... yeah I have two because there's a lot of good ones yeah, and they're I'll... all a little bit different so they kind of excel at certain things that others don't yeah I'll list I'll list off just my top six okay so I like my top... this isn't in any order um Nikhil Harry Debo Samuel DK Metcalf AJ Brown Miles Boykins Hakeem Butler those like six I think are kind of like the like there may be some separation but I think those are definitely the top six at least for me mm-hmm. okay. Uh, let's see. My top six, I've got A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel. And then Marquise Brown, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Is it Arcega or Arcega? I think it's Arcega. Like Arcega? Never actually heard them say his name. And then uh, Andy Isabella at five and Hakeem Butler at six. Gotcha. 
I've got an and Keel Harry right there at seven as well. Gotcha, gotcha. JJ, I say a wife, I may just be becoming Jajal. Which I would love. Yeah, so the one guy, like, I am not as on board with as Andy Isabella. No. No, I'm just like, I know, like, he's your typical, like, Patriots kind of receiver, I guess. But That's literally what I have in my ranking. <laughs> First of all, he's from UMass, so, which like, is like, If okay. he goes to the Patriots, I'll be like, all right, I see it. But he's, I don't see him as, like, top 10. I just don't think he's, like, I mean, it's not like he's bad. He's just, like, not as good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to see what I have for my notes. Player comparison, Wes Welker notes, Lord help us if the Pats get their hand on this guy. <laughs> he looks like Wes Welker incarnate. He's an excellent and quick route runner with clean breaks and good separation, but needs to be in the right system. Sorry, cut out when he said right system. Yep. He's a real gym rat was the last part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's I would, there. there's a lot of other guys I have above him. Like, I would, like, I would say, like, what, did you have Debo Samuel above him? Yes. Yeah, okay, as I said, like, because he could Definitely. do all those things better. Yeah, no, Debo is, like, a bigger, better uh, Isabella. Mm-hmm. I, I think Isabella's ideal fit would be the Patriots. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. In that, like, kind of similar style, like, I do, like, Riley Ridley, a slot guy with some, like, a type of guy, like, it's kind of how. So I'm sort of, like, all over the place on Ridley. I think he'll be fine. But I don't know how much stock you do put into this, but he got a nine on his Wonderlick, and I don't usually take the Wonderlick <laughs> super like I don't put a whole lot of stock into it. But a nine, that's like a rock, man. What's that like? like it's like, what'd you need? To, like, what'd you need to pass? Uh, or what'd you get? Like six. What do I need to pass? Six. Six hundred. Exactly. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, so that's not great, and it's not ideal. You want your receivers to be intelligent and able to, like, yeah, make adjustments. And, like, I'm not a fan of the Wonderlick in general just because of, like, how it's set up for the, like... Just put, yeah, like, it's essentially these, an IQ test. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, based on, like, your ability to, like, you know, test well. And, like, some of these guys just don't, like, so... For sure. So, like, I don't put a whole lot of stock into it, but it definitely, like, made me sit there and be like, all right. Like, didn't Donovan McNabb get, like, a 12 or a 14 or something on his? Something very low. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so enough about their IQ. <laughs> um, so my top two, um, I, for me, it's either AJ Brown or Hakeem Butler for me on my top two. Okay. Um, I mean, okay, like, AJ Brown is, there, like, a lot of people's consensus, number one. He's... He is mine as super well, Super yeah. safe, like... He's just very, very, very good at virtually everything. Yeah, like he's he's not gonna like be a bust. Like he's the one I would most confidently say won't bust. He is my my player comparison for him is Anquan Bolden, Ooh. and I really like that because when Anquan Bolden came out of college, he was very, very fast. They had a very similar forty time. They're almost the exact same height and weight. Um, he's good all around receiver with separation. He's good at getting that and his yards after the catch. Um, he seems to do his routes pretty well. I think he'll also be an immediate fantasy guy if he gets on the right team. Oh, yeah. He could easily, like, not necessarily like Juju level, but, like, if he's put in that, he would do great in Juju role. Mm, yeah. I dig it. Um, I want to talk about DK Metcalf. <laughs> Everyone wants to talk about DK Metcalf. Yeah, I mean, because it's fun. He's just, like, it's, it's interesting. Like, there's a lot of different, like, like, like I think he'll be fine. Like, I don't think he's gonna be like bad or anything. Like he's a he's a specialist, I guess. Like at the moment, he's a specialist. But mm-hmm. 
Like, that's fine. I mean... I have some concerns. The biggest thing being... His agility? He... When he gets moving, he's unstoppable to everyone, including himself. He <laughs> cannot turn. He can't... <laughs> he's unstoppable, dude. I love that. <laughs> His momentum is amazing. He's got, like, that Derrick Henry big boy speed where <laughs> once he hits the open plane and it, you know, hits 88 miles per hour, <laughs> he starts he flying. Future. Right, but he can't turn. He can't pivot. He has no change of direction ability, and as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen him run a route other than a go or fade. Which, like, so obviously these are some things that can be fixed, but going mm -hmm. into the draft, that would be a big red flag for me. Yeah. Like, from what I've heard, like, there's enough NFL teams that like him that he could he could definitely go in the first round. I think he will. Yeah. Right now I have him going to the Ravens. A lot of people have mentioned that fit just because they need someone who can make big plays. Yeah, they need fucking Lamar over there. Yeah, I would Throwing like... Throwing it deep. DK, I, I like would it. Prefer, I would prefer uh, Hakeem Butler for, but... Which I also do like. We can talk about him next. My, I mean, my favorite, like, just pairing, I would fucking love to see DK Metcalf with Josh Allen. Like, it would just be funny. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Josh Allen has one of the best arms in the league. Yeah, or, like, I could see the Chiefs going after him if Tyreek Hill... Yeah, if he's he falls not... that far, because yeah, like... now they don't have a first... Yeah, he's not obviously nearly as agile as Tyreek Hill. Like, that's like the huge difference, but he's a... No, I mean, if they wanted to just replace Tyreek, they'd have to get Marquise Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I like him a good amount, but, mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm not sure, like, what... I'm not sure if a team's going to try to make him a slot or, like, a big play outside guy. Like, as as lazy as it is, like, Marquise Goodwin seems like a good, like, way to model it. Like, <laughs> that's the best yeah. one because he's a uh, he's only a hundred and seventy pounds. He's a pretty small guy. Yeah, hundred seventy is like a little generous too, probably. Yeah, T. Y. Hilton's one ninety, and he's mm -hmm. basically the same height. Yeah, Marquise if that's Brown. Any comparison. Yeah, Marquise Brown is, is like small. You like you can be short and be like kind of bigger, like and and manage. Because like what is it? Um, fucking Andy Isabella. He's not like that tall, but he's not like tiny. No, he's 5'10", 190. Mm -hmm. So he's got twenty. 20 plus pounds on him yeah so at the same height yeah he'd let it pre out that's that's an issue especially if you think he may end up being a slot guy like what kind of punishment you can take but you know like i don't mm -hmm. i don't know like give him nfl weight room that could help but for sure yeah um but yeah i like hakeem butler a lot the biggest knock on him is like is his age just because like people like to see that early breakout but uh how old is he let me check i know he's like older he's not like like or he's his, his like breakout age, is like, like twenty four. Yeah, he's twenty two, and like people like to okay. see you know breaking out at like twenty kind of thing. Like, like there were a lot of people like a lot of people loved Juju because he broke out at like nineteen or something crazy. Yep, but like 19. Hakeem Butler, like he didn't really ball out until you know end of his second to last year, and then in his last year. So, but that's okay. Uh, for him. I have some player comparisons for him, too. I did a, a little bit of scouting on him. He was a pretty interesting prospect. He's huge, first of all. He's 6'5", 227. He's one of the biggest in the draft. I have biggest. Uh, <laughs> comparison, I have him comparing to Brandon Marshall or Plaxico Burris in terms of his size. I love like the Plaxico Burris thing, dude. That's, like, yeah. spot on. Uh, I think he could definitely be that red zone target. Absolutely in the end zone. 
He's really good at the contested catches. That's one of his like biggest things. And he can box out corners because he's so fucking big. Uh, he's not as good of a route runner as either of those guys yet. But that's something that obviously people can work on. Mm-hmm. And he's got pretty good breakaway speed. And even though we said it's not that important, he scored really high on the Wonderlick, I'm pretty sure. Ooh. Ooh. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I like <laughs> He's like, I think he has the best potential to be the kind of next one of those, like, not saying he could be, but like, you know, those like Julio types or like Calvin Johnson types where they just like are a dominant, like, mm-hmm. I think Hakeem Butler can be that. I love it. Yeah. And I know, I remember hearing like with, with like the breakout age thing, I know like I read that he had like a lot of like, I don't know if it's like family issues or something, but he had a lot of things where he, he just had to like deal with in his personal life too. So and that can, that can affect you know your ability to play football at your best. So it yeah, happens. and um, so I'm pretty sure that's it was a keen Butler. That's like I remember someone talking about that, but if I'm wrong, then yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyone else that you really want to mention? Um, uh, Debo. Yeah, Debo. He's he's fun. He's like yeah. he's he's like he's a stealer, right? Like <laughs> he has that absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have him as a slightly larger Golden Tate. He's six feet tall, 209. Um, he's got amazing change of direction and route running speed. And he's got that sort of Tate-like quality where he just kind of like shimmies past people. Mm-hmm. And, but he also has that second gear speed where he's not just quick. He can also, if he hits the flat, he's gone. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. He's fun. He's like, you know, the typical like tough, gritty type of Yeah, he He's like my, I think he's my number two receiver in the draft. I like him a lot. Yeah, he is. He will definitely be productive somewhere. Like, I think he's pretty safe as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, he could, I mean, because he can do, like, everything. Yeah, I, he's he's a safe safer prospect for sure. Mm-hmm. He's already got, like, a lot of fundamentals that they don't have to, you know, work out of him. Yeah, um, see, I'm looking through trying to see if there's anyone else I'm, like, kind of, like, forgetting. That's, like, not, like, a big name. I like Paris Campbell a good amount. Um, a lot of people seem to be down on him. I'm not sure why. I didn't look into him a whole lot. Yeah, I looked at him some. Like he's like I think he's good. Like I mean, <laughs> I think he's good. Like he's his fundamentals are good. Like he's got like a four three, right? He's mm-hmm. super fast. Yeah, like fast, good fundamentals. All right, like <laughs> like that's a good that's a good start. So. I I think he could be kind of like a sleeper, you know, option that might be like a day. I mean, if he might be a day two guy, I don't know. On the draft, I'm not suit. I don't think there's anyone. That, I'm not huge on Andy Isabella. I'm trying to think there's anyone like popular that I'm not big on. But I mean, no, this this class is really good. Like, even like you know, the 20th receiver is still pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, and Keel Harry, I think I'm a little less high on him than I was initially. I still think he'll be solid. Um, his like strength is once that ball is in his catch radius because he's got a big catch radius and he once he gets the ball he can hit the end zone with it like mm-hmm. constantly. He just he's just not the best on his release and getting off the line for the start of his route, which I think is probably one of the more fixable things. So I've got him as a Devin Funches comparison. Yeah, that sounds right. I was I'm literally thinking like you know big red zone type of guy. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to laugh on the Panthers. I'm like, we need another big guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, get someone like <laughs> technical. But, um, oh, and I'm, I'm very much down on Kelvin Harmon. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he. Some people have him pretty high. He's like kind of edge of my top ten. His breaks are not fluid. Um, he his route running and separation are questionable. And if he can't get separation in the NFL, like it's not gonna work. Yes, that that was my biggest <laughs> thing. Is like I don't think his like he's like super skilled in like a lot of the route tree. So yeah, what uh, he needs a lot of help. Yeah, like which which if you're DK Metcalf, like. You can you can make a living doing just one thing super well, but mm-hmm. yeah, th- I love this receiver class. Like it's it's hard to like go wrong with any of them per se, just because it's pretty impressive. But um, one guy I do like a lot before um we switch over to running backs. Um, yeah. I like Miles Boykins a lot. Like oh yeah, being at Notre I didn't Dame, have anything on him. Like being at Notre Dame, like you didn't get to see much of him, but like what he did show, he's a beast, and he's dude. He like he like balled out at the combine, like. It was nuts. So four four two forty, four oh seven twenty shuttle, um, six point seven seven three cone, um, forty three and a half inch vertical. And then he got twelve reps on the bench. So holy crap, that vertical is enormous. <laughs> but um, yeah, those measurables are fantastic. Four four two at six three. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's like he's super good. Like it's just Notre Dame doesn't pass it. I mean, in terms of like height and speed, that's one of the best that i think i've seen so he's like he's also a large guy so he's someone i think will kind of slip and he'll he'll, i think he'll end up being a draft okay miles boykin interesting all right so before we move on to running backs i thought of a a couple of receiver comments while we were on a short break between the recordings um for dk metcalf i thought of two really interesting fits um the steelers and the saints i think both of those would be unique fits steelers and the saints yeah well the saints basically have michael thomas and then nobody yeah because like they have ted and trey Smith maybe but like they could probably use some help there and then obviously the steelers just lost you know ab so having because this i thought steelers because like okay they, they'll move juju around somebody's you know best in the slot they have james washington but it's probably they could use a third guy and the steelers are good with receivers and everything like that, like developing them and picking the right ones. So like if they picked him, it'd be a good sign. Like, okay, that's a good sign for DK Metcalf. And then, yeah. The Saints just kind of need more people. They just need help yeah. all around. And the kind of Ted Ginn replacement thought kind of made sense. And then um, on um, Hakeem Butler, um, mm-hmm. wasn't, wasn't Calvin Ridley kind of old coming in, right? Was that him? Calvin Ridley? Yeah. How old was he coming in? I didn't like get to follow up on. Them. Yeah, so Calvin Ridley is is twenty four now. So he he was an old prospect, mm-hmm. and that was the knock on him. But he's obviously, you know, fine. <laughs> so I don't know. Like it, I don't. I don't. I think it's a little overblown sometimes because like if they're older, but like they're still really good in like college and everything. I don't. I don't think it's you know as much to worry about. Yeah, I mean, he had a pretty good first season. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, Calvin. Like, yeah, and Calvin Ridley also like had a good freshman year at Alabama too. But I mean, people worry about like a winner and older prospect. So yeah, I, I think that's but not something that I concern myself too much with, unless they're just like they don't have any experience. Yeah, and Raheem Butler is also a massive human being. I'm not <laughs> too. He is enormous. Yeah, he is fully grown. But um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so onto the uh, the running backs. So. It's a weaker running back class than we're used to. We've been spoiled the last two years, admittedly, like just by some just absurdly good classes. It, you know. Yeah, it's a little cyclical. Yeah, th- this year this year is receivers and tight ends. I would say are the, the strong points for this class. 
Yeah, and some defense too. Yeah, the, the, um, yeah. For the defense is stacked. But yeah, on, on offense, it's definitely more of the receiving, tight end, pass catching. Yeah. Uh, prospects. So, on on the running backs, um, is is Josh Jacobs your number one? Or? Uh, Miles Sanders is my number one. Oh, I like it. I like it. I I like Miles Sanders. I've, I've heard a lot of you know stuff of like people who are high on him. The big knock on him is that like he tries to be. Barkley too much right this goes I mean that makes sense like he yeah I mean he was under his shadow yeah at Penn State it makes sense yeah but he's definitely his measurables are outstanding like in every regard so I don't know I think he's kind of being slept on because he was he was beneath Barkley so people aren't as familiar with him yeah if he just like plays his game and like doesn't try to you know go side to side too much you know he's good I, I I like him he's not my number one Definitely, mm-hmm. um, Josh Jacobs is my number one. There we go. Um, yeah, yeah, makes I sense. He he doesn't have like top end speed, but otherwise, like he's a pretty complete back, and he can catch. So that's you know important. That's that's, that's important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he's big. He runs well. He catches. Like he makes he makes a lot of sense to me for the Bears to like pair him with Tariq Cohen. That's what I think would be an awesome fit, and the Bears need running back, but. Yeah, now that they don't have Jordan Howard. Yeah, because, like, the issue with him was, like, he couldn't catch. So, like, if he was on the field, they knew what was coming. So, like, having Josh Jacobs, who's a good big runner and also can catch, is really yeah. helpful. Like, I think that would fit with Nagy. Yeah, it fits their offense a little bit better than having to, con- like, constantly switch them out all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that Philly has Jordan Howard, do you think they're going to go for a running back? Maybe, like, in a later round? Maybe. I could see them... I mean, grabbing just like oh yeah, like a late running back, like a day three guy or something. There's, I mean, there's a lot of like interesting running back prospects. Like I could see them going for like uh, freaking what's his like Bryce Love or something, and like waiting right. to get healthy. Which that's a whole separate thing in itself is the whole like Bryce Love saga. He was one of my top backs coming into the year, and of course he had his injury and whatever. Yeah, and like then, if he recovers, uh, that would be interesting because he was like Heisman candidate. So. Yeah, he fucking was. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so after after Josh Jacobs, I've got David Montgomery and Damian Harris as like my top three. Those are like my definite top three. And after that, it's a little, you know, murky. Um, mm-hmm. I Rodney Anderson is really good, but gosh, he is like like made of glass. Like he has like Sam Bradford level issues. Yeah, he has so many injuries. It's just not. I don't know. He he. he Someone will definitely take a chance on him, yeah, just depending on where. Yeah, like talent wise, he's nuts. Like, but like I said, he's fucking hermit or his like best abilities, availability. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, outside of the top two, like outside of Jacobs and Montgomery, like there's it's... definitely a drop off. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I like... think in that like second tier, you have like Damian Harris and like uh, Daryl Henderson mm-hmm. and like Mike Weber. Uh, Montgomery. Yeah, the the running back class is like a little underwhelming. It's just like it's gonna be so, so landing spot dependent. Like, yeah, because like, oh, like definitely, yeah, like where they where they go. Yeah, 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 like if if any of these guys who like aren't like at the top like end up in like on the Raiders or something, like it's basically <laughs> like oh, like you have a ton of value now. Like if David Montgomery goes to the Raiders, he would have a ton of value there. Did you have a Elijah Holyfield in your top ten? I do actually. I like him. He's you know not fast, but he's mm-hmm. like 
he's I guess shifty quick kind of thing like he's able to like maneuver but like he doesn't have the top end speed but like the issue is like because he def he definitely does not have the top end like that might be an issue he's not ideal kind of like passing down back but strong <laughs> very strong yeah he can't jump very high <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean that's what I it's like what I'm wondering is like how these guys like I don't know depends it's, on where they go yeah it's tough because like he would be I don't know, I could I could yeah I don't know like he like he would be part of like maybe I'd imagine but does he catch um that's a question I should probably know the answer to I don't think he he's like known for, but I think he can. Like I said, I've I've not done as much research on the running backs in this class because it's yeah, so like, for sure, me neither. Lackluster. <laughs> um, no, no, okay. he had seven reception in his whole college career. <laughs> wow. So that's dreadful. Yeah, that's 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 the thing of like he's good, you know, Georgia. That's you know, <laughs> that has merit now just because the whole, you know, Georgia running back thing in general um i'm trying to think of like because like it's i'm trying to think of more to say about these guys but like it's just really underwhelming it's like annoying in a sense because like jake like jake is a montgomery i think can be every down backs mm -hmm. but uh, after that it's like like i'm not huge on henderson to be fully honest i don't think he's gonna be great <laughs> like i don't i don't like his you know, <coughs> contact balance um there are some guys who i think could be you know like fun like, i guess i should say like contributor guys like i think alex barnes could be interesting because he's just massive but know, there's no one that's like what about uh justice hill what do you think about him mm. he's fast short yeah, let me let me pull up what i had on him i like just clicked away from my rankings uh oh uh oh but yeah um he's kind of makes me think of like like duke johnson it's my best speed, speed yeah like he's like he could definitely be like a pass catcher type of back i think in the nfl like that would be where he would fit best in my opinion but he had like uh, 30 receptions yeah and like when it was like college is like especially like all these like guys like you i don't know how much like, okay like nick chubb he didn't catch the ball much but like he can like mm -hmm. we found that out very much like so this year but uh, i'm trying to think of anyone else that like i really like but yes yeah, like i said aside from those top two like there's no feature backs like there's no like yeah. really good feature backs but yeah I, li I like justice hill as like a passing down back um listen out i i think i think james williams is like james white <laughs> like he could he would be a nice patriots fit <laughs> anyone else that's like kind of down is there anyone else like that you find interesting <laughs> i've seen a lot of things about this guy quadri allison but i don't know anything about it <laughs> that's a cool fucking name right quadri from Pittsburgh, he's yeah. six foot two twenty eight and ran a four five eight. So like that's pretty pretty uh thick. Yeah, his running thing back. is like the quickness isn't all like apparent. Yeah, like <laughs> like I feel like we're just like in a blaze of this section just because like it's all so underwhelming. Because like because we oh, did there's like, the sirens. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's that means not, the not, running backs have come to an end. I'll, I don't think it's a hot take that they're underwhelming. Because like <laughs> like I said after like this is this is for fantasy. After the top two, like fantasy wise, all going to be super dependent. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't have much more to say on them. Yeah, and we'll get into that once they, they have landing spots. Yeah. Like, I, the guy I'm going to keep an eye on personally, like, aside from the top two, is going to be Rodney Anderson, just because I think if he can stay healthy for any period of time, <laughs> he'll be awesome. Any at all. Just <laughs> give us something, man. <laughs> He's going to go Danny Amendola on us. But, um,. <laughs> 
Yeah. Next up, we've got the tight ends. Um, good. T- this is a really good tight end class. Um, oh, for sure. It's it is top heavy, but after that drop off, there's still like a lot of good options. Yeah, there's some. I think there's uh maybe like a gap between some of those second guys and then maybe the mid round picks where mm-hmm. the people are like gonna have to take a chance on a guy, and I think some of them are gonna play out. Yeah, so for me, there's like the clear top four of Hawkinson, Irv Smith, Fant, and Sternberger. And then after that, there's like the drop-off is where I have it. Yeah, because like a couple of these guys I don't know a whole lot about. But then I skip through and you get to like Caleb Wilson and Josh Oliver, Mm -hmm. who are more like those third to four to five round picks. Yeah, I mean, so I I guess we'll just start, you know, Um, ranking-wise. Who's your top guy? Top tight end in the draft? Yeah. Probably Hawkinson. Yeah, same. Um, and then it's interesting. I like Irv Smith Jr. a lot too. Dude, I love him. <laughs> like, and he's a perfect fit for the Patriots. Like, yeah, in my I think opinion. the like the difference between him and Fant is maybe just a measure of how the team wants to use them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily want think one is better than the other. Yeah, he's he's a he's a better blocker than Fant is, and so that's that's why I think Patriots because like. They use Gronk to block. Like Gronk was a good blocker. They need someone who can actually block, because yeah, that was like Fant's thing is he couldn't block very well. Yeah, because like they like to run a lot of different stuff out of the same personnel. Yeah, the fucking do trick people. But um, <laughs> yeah, I I think like fantasy wise, Irv Smith could have like the impact just because. Like, totally agree. If not Hawkinson, but mm-hmm. like depending on where he goes, but also yeah, Smith. Yeah, I think I think Irv Smith is like gonna like well could most ro- or like reliably be a receiving option like right away. I could see him going to the Raiders. I could see him going early to someone like the Titans if they did end up going for a tight end, which I don't necessarily think they will. Yeah, I feel like I feel it, like Irv Smith will be the, the third. I feel like Hawkinson and Fant will go as the first two. Yeah, most just, likely. Fant's just like a freak. He's got the name too. He's a little bit more well known. Uh huh. But so I'm I'm kind of. Yeah, I, I fans good. I think it'll be good, but I'm like torn on like where I think he's gonna like kind of place in. Like, I think he definitely has the most bust put these top three. Fant. Yeah, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like his his like so it's sort of the same issue I have with Cortland Sutton. It, like it's like how he catches like the his catching technique like with his hands is like not the most consistent. Ah. Uh. And like cause, like that leads to drops in your head again. I think like he like a freak athlete. He can probably get a little better as route running, but it, like if he can fix it, he gets catching it better. But like that doesn't always get fixed. Like sometimes people like never drops. Fixed. Yeah. You know? So like where, where he winds up is because like he, he needs a coaching staff that's not gonna like like fucking rail him for like messing up. Yeah, and he needs he he also really needs to go to a system that can teach him to block too mm-hmm. because like he's already probably not gonna go to someone like the Packers who need a tight end. Because they more reliably use their tight end to block. I think it'd be interesting with the Cowboys in the sense that not that he would block ever, but yeah, but that's, they can use Witten for that. Yeah, and like they they have plenty of tight ends to to block, but like they they definitely need someone who after Witten's you know well I guess probably even now to you know be yeah. in the middle of the field because Cole, Cole Beasley is gone there as much yep. as they want to make fun of him like. He was their middle of the field option, like a lot of times, but bailed him out. Mm-hmm. So, and then I also like I like Jay Sternberger a lot. Just he's a lot of people have him like out of their first tier, but for me, he's in my first tier. Um, he's still, I guess, like raw, 
but like he he has a ton of, he has a not he has a ton of upside like he could easily be just as good like as all of these guys i mean he's not a worse blocker than fant is he <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of hard to hard to do <laughs> now i think evan ingram is one of like the worst blocking tight ends i've ever seen oh yeah he's not very it's, good it's hilarious to watch to watch like just go catch the ball don't even don't even waste your mm-hmm. time yeah jay sternberg is a good blocker he's like i mean he's aggressive an aggressive you know rugged grinder kind of like grinder. i know we love that word especially about like the lunch pail kind of guy mm-hmm. but yeah because so with sternberger the story with him is started at kansas then switched over to a&m and then instantly at a&m just starts balling like mm. fucking balling so like that's that's for me like a big thing on that was because like he pretty much instantly became their number one right when he got there like right where so right when he could play so I think he'll be the first second round pick for tight ends. Yeah, that makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'd probably be so. I could see him going to somewhere like the Packers actually. Honestly, like Bengals second round pick. Ton of sense in my opinion. Bengals. Yeah, they'll yeah. have what 11. Interesting. Yeah, cuz um there are a lot of teams that need a tight end. Yeah, cuz like they have Tyler Eifert, but you know, glass. <laughs> Yeah, what so, he'll get a they'll get a game out of him, maybe three. Yeah, but okay. So like, listen to this. So Jay Sternberger. So the team had what thirty two, about thirty two seventy, about like a little under thirty thirty three hundred passing yards last year, and Sternberger had eight hundred thirty of them. So let, wow. let me math that. So let's see if I do. I'll just you know kind of do eight thirty. That's roughly right. a fourth. Yeah. So that's you know pretty good. So like I mean, as a tight end. Who your first year playing with the team, you get right. a quarter of the receiving yards. Like I, I, I don't know, but it sounds that pretty good pretty to me. me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean he's number four for me, and I think that's that's fair mm-hmm. given the other the other talent. But he could easily be as good as some of the other ones. I yeah. like him. Yeah, as far as like these top four, I think like fantasy wise, like Herb Smith might be my favorite just because of I think he'll get put into like a productive role like i think he's most likely to get put in a productive um anyway outside you, of this sorry good would you want him on the raiders i would like him on the raiders yeah i mean like that's where i ha- like have him going in a couple i mean it makes sense like they need to tie in now jared cook but yeah I'm, he's i mean he's kind of he's kind of similar to delaney walker so i was looking at comparisons and like no offense comparison a lot of places is evan ingram really <laughs> just because they, <laughs> they both can't block for shit <laughs> But um, yeah, like I said, Irv, I I like Irv Smith a lot. Like I, said, I think like all these like these top four tight ends. Are, but um, after these top, um, there's a couple of pretty fun ones for me. I like I like Dawson Knox. I like like Wilson and Smith are kind of getting some hype. Um, what what about you? What do you think <laughs> on the rest of these guys? <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, I kind of like Josh Oliver, and uh, Caleb Wilson. Um, Josh Oliver was the guy that like kind of showed up at the Senior Bowl. Like, he didn't have, like, a super strong presence throughout most of college, and then he turned it up at the very end. But he's fast. He's got good measurables. Uh, like, his cone time is vertical. All that is really good. I don't know. I think he, he's definitely, like, he's in my top. And then I've been, like, going back and forth on, like, Caden Smith from Stanford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not super fast, but he is huge. Uh, he ran like a four nine or something. Not like you're like whoa, but 
Uh, Stanford has put out some good tight ends in the past couple of years, so I always keep my eye on them. Just if they have the system in there, then they have a good coach, most likely, that's teaching their tight ends how to play earlier, which is great for their development. Mm-hmm. So he's like someone I have my eye on is like one of those later, like mid round picks, depending on where he goes. Did you say Caden Smith or Caleb Wilson there? Sorry. Uh, Caden Smith. Gotcha. That's, I, I mix them up. Caden and Caleb are very simple, you know. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> but side note, some of these tight ends have really cool names. I know, right? <laughs> Dawson Knox. Yeah. Dax Raymond. Like <laughs> Alize Mack, Foster Moreau, like there's just some dope ass names for these tight ends. Like it's hilarious. Tommy Sweeney. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, Hi, I'm Tommy Sweeney. <laughs> I'm gonna sell you a used car. <laughs> Gross. Picturing like the greasiest looking dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm just like trying to think like like Jay Sternberger, like I don't know, it's kind of. I'm just imagine like an angry burger, like fucking like um like may I'm like I'm, I'm imagining Mayor McCheese like from the Ronald McDonald cartoons, like upset, right? <laughs> like trying to lay on the law. That that is a Sternberger there. That's a Sternberger. <laughs> Whenever I see this picture, I'm just gonna imagine imagine Mayor McCheese now. How would you upset. like your burger cooked, sir? Stern. What? Uh, well, I want a cow that was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I want your meanest cow, but um, move, <laughs> move, bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this Titan class is fun. Um, I, I'm saying I keep saying they're fun, like, cause I mean, they're these are um, an impressive set of tight ends. Like, we've been kind of spoiled lately with tight ends too. Like, um, the previous year, like 2017, was a nutso class too. But mm-hmm. like, these these top four are all like definitely hold their own with like Howard and Joku Ingram. Yeah, like we got Chris Herndon in like the third or fourth, and he ended up being pretty pretty solid. That's where I see kind of like Josh Oliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. But yeah, I, I said I think these four. I'm trying to think. I don't know how many will be productive instantly. Um, said, Irv Smith is probably my the best bet to be good rookie fantasy production. But yeah, in terms of fantasy, it's tough. A lot of tight ends struggle their first year. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's tough. Like a lot of these guys, you know, too useful until like near the end of their second year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, took Kittle a bit. Yeah, Kittle, Gronk, Engram, they're all kind of anomalies with their ability to show up even in their rookie year. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, what was George Kittle was 2017. 20, was he? Yeah. I thought he, it was 20. Was he? Yeah, 2017. So like, he showed up a little bit in 2017, but last year last year was his second year. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like Kittle, sorry, yeah, like, like Ingram and Gronk are, yeah, like rookie tight end is a common thing. So like, don't expect a ton from these guys, right? Right. They're like they're projections, potentials. But um, yeah. One thing I like to do is kind of compare it to like the past classes, just like to know where they stand. But like, yeah, I think these, I think these top four tight ends are up with like those tight ends from 2017. Like, I think they are all kind of in a nice group together. And some of them I like even more. Like, I think Hawkinson and Irv Smith are like better coming in than those. I like the, the 2017 class. Yeah, and someone like Hawkinson, if he goes to Denver or like Buffalo, I see him being pretty much an immediate like benefactor there yeah and he's someone who's gonna like have a long career just because he's so he's good at a lot of things mm-hmm. like productive tight ends will like last a while just like can't run as fast anymore can you block all right good like just tight ends are like these like random ass tight ends like nick boyle got like three years eight bullshit right Duh. See, I, th- I have a feeling fant may drop could but because let's say that, because, okay, he sucks at blocking, right? 
Yes. <laughs> so if he misses like the beginning part of the draft where you have like those top 12 people that need that could get a tight end, if he falls out of that, he might drop a while. And then you have teams that might take Irv Smith over him just based on the blocking ability. Yeah, let me pull the draft order here so like I can like get an idea of where he may kind of end up. Um, I'm trying to. I mean, maybe the Jags would take him if like someone really went early, but I feel like they would go. Like I, I assume Hawkinson. Like Hawkinson should go first, but you never know for sure. Um, I think he will. Mm-hmm. Realistically, the first team that could take him, I think, is the Jags, and then Buffalo, and then you have Denver, mm-hmm. and then Cincy and Green Bay. Yeah, honestly, like the Falcons need a tight end too. I'd hope they don't go tight end, but I don't think they will. I think they'll go defense. Yeah, well, I, I guess Hooper is there. I don't. I, eh. I, I, I just forgot about Hooper that quickly. But <laughs> they could get a late rounder, maybe mm-hmm. someone to pop behind him in like the third or fourth. Yeah, a lot of people think the Titans might take one, but I don't. I don't know. I don't see that coming this year. Like Jonu Smith, like started showing potential last. Like, yeah, exactly. He flashed last year, so Jonu Smith started playing well. I don't think the Titans are going to take a tight end, even though all these experts seem to have them taking one. Yeah, but I think they're going to wait till Delaney Walker is like a hundred. Yeah, and he's not. He's yeah. totally coming back. We'll we'll see how much he comes back, but yeah. <laughs> He's a great blocker. Even if he doesn't catch the ball, they can use Smith for that and just keep yeah. Walker or blocking, for keeping sure. Mariota upright. I can see, I can see the Texan like tight end grabbing. Teams. Yeah, I mean they actually don't really have one. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so but, um, I hadn't even thought of them. Sorry, I was looking at your thing. I saw Michael Jordan. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah, guard. <laughs> There's like another Josh Allen. I'm like, wait, I'm like, can this one throw? <laughs> Like, which uh, one's faster? So, <laughs> which one looks better in shorts? <laughs> which one can hurdle the Vikings? <laughs> but um, yeah, this rookie class is kind of like, at least on the offensive side, it's definitely overall like not nearly as impressive. Just overall, as we've seen the last couple of years, like we've been pretty spoiled the last two years on. Oh my god, they've been yeah. nuts. So like, not every class is going anyway. So Mozzie has a nice mock draft put together. Um, you want to start going through that? Sure. So yeah, this is a mock draft I've done a couple times. I've had a different, couple different playthroughs. The first one I did, I simulated sort of like if the Raiders traded up for Kyler Murray and took him one. And then right now, with everything, all the recent news, I've started out with what most people had from the beginning, which is Kyler Murray going one to the Cardinals. Uh, for me, Kyler Murray needs to go to an air raid system, and I think he'll succeed in one. Uh, this also does imply that Josh Rosen will probably <laughs> get traded. It, uh, but uh, there might be a, a couple picks in between there and when that happens. I do think it'll happen tonight. I think Rosen will get traded during the draft at some point. Where do you think he is? My top choice for him would be the Giants. Um, I think he would fit in pretty well there. And then after that, there are a couple other teams that need one. Uh, there are talks that the Dolphins might be trying to get him i don't necessarily believe that i think they're gonna wait and then pull the trigger on somebody next year <laughs> uh but the redskins are another one uh they have been interested in josh rosen they need a quarterback badly they need a lot of things badly as they far as a lot as far as fit i think it he works better with the giants yeah um the giants line is also like actually improving too like that's something people aren't like realizing as much 
Like everyone's like, oh, the Giants line sucks, but like it's actually a little better than. Yeah, that's, they've yeah. got Will Hernandez and Nate Solder. They've got a couple pieces there, and I think they'll draft a few more this year too. Because we went over this, there was one more that like they had that we like forgot about. But like they have like three like pretty solid pieces there now. Yeah, and it's mostly on the left yeah left side. side. Yeah, yeah. Left side. So yeah, they're not as bad on the line as people think. And that would be my thing. Uh, my top choice: Rosen mm-hmm. goes to the Giants. Uh, they take Kyler Murray. They'll probably get like a second. I had to, if I had to guess. Yeah, like if the, the Giants pull off like getting Rosen for a second, they're gonna look like randomly really smart. It's gonna be like funny just because everyone shat on them so much. But yeah, and I mean with two first round picks, it's almost negligent <laughs> to lose a second. Yeah, and they could even trade back with one of their other top first round picks to get another second just yeah. to replace it. And like shit, like honestly. Like, see, one's one's their one's their other first round pick. It is seventeen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think pick seventeen is worth Josh Rosen. <laughs> That's what I have in my mock. I have yeah. Arizona receiving their seventeenth. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So on the mock, let's 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 go through it real quick. So you've got Murray number one, and then. Bosa number Bo- two. That makes I mean, two. It's, that's a quick one. So your number right. three is interesting. Dwayne Haskins, baby. But two. <laughs> to Cincy. Cincinnati. So I do like the idea of the Jets trading out of the three spot. Mm-hmm. Um, they need picks. They traded their second this year to get Darnold last year. So they're missing a second round pick. By trading back with the third, they'd be able to get a first round and most likely replace the second and even maybe another compensatory pick of some mm-hmm. kind next year or something like that. So I think the Jets are definitely aiming to trade down. And if Murray does go one, then there are a couple teams there that need quarterbacks. And I think that since he and Washington are both in play to move up to three, I don't know which it is. And they're both dumb enough to do it. So, yeah, I think (laughs) so. I thought either way, I do have Haskins going three and it's either to the Redskins or the Bengals. And I honestly, I don't know which one of the two it is right now. I have the Bengals, but I've been leaning more towards Washington Mm -hmm. uh, today. Gotcha. And then, uh, so four, I have somebody who people think shouldn't drop this far as Quinn and Williams going to Oakland. Yeah, he's so I, good. It's, I it's think a that would be a thing, no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, an absolute no-brainer. He's some people think he's the best player in the draft. He's one of the best defensive tackles. Um, people have been comparing him to Aaron Donald. That's definitely overblown for me. Uh, but I do like him as a prospect overall. I think he goes to Oakland, who they can improve that pass rush up the middle now. Uh, so then this is like this works out perfectly because Tampa now gets Josh Allen. They just lost Quan Alexander. Uh, they traded him to the Niners, I believe. Yeah. So they don't have an outside linebacker. Now they can get Josh Allen to replace him. I think he'll be an immediate fit right into the defense there that they're trying to rebuild. And from what I've heard, he's pretty damn good. Yeah. Now, the I watched tape on him, uh, and I think there are some concerns. That I'll just bring up. Briefly, Josh Allen has one move, and it's an effective move, and it's to be very fast and to hit the quarterback off the edge. He can't spin move. He can't arm like swim. He has none of those, so he needs to learn those, but he's fast, and he has a great like release off the snap, so I think he can be trained into something pretty great. Uh, so then I've got the Giants here. It's six. Most likely taking one of the top 
defensive positions, I think. Now they could get like Jawan Taylor or Jonah Williams, but I think they'll go for Ed Oliver, uh, one of the other top uh, talents in the draft. A lot going on like giant subreddits and whatnot. I see a lot of Ed Oliver hopefuls out there, and I think that they might just get their guy. Great pass rusher. I think if anybody is the next Aaron Donald, it is in Quinnen Williams. I think it's Ed Oliver. I am very, very high on him out of Houston. So that's a steal for them. And I originally had Rashawn Gary going there. Uh, With Rashawn Gary's potential injury, I'm sort of lost on where to put him right now because he's sort of up in the air for me. The shoulder, yeah. Yep. Labral tear. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's a bummer for him. <sighs> Idiot. Get the surgery, man. Just do yeah. it. Don't play through it. Trust me. It will not work out. It do- never does. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. So who, who you got up next? Jawan Taylor to the Jacksonville Jags. That's what most people have in their mocks. I'm not going to change their opinion on it. Uh, they need a tackle. He's the best one in the draft. I like that. Uh, now we've got Detroit. Uh, they lost Ezekiel Ansa. I have them taking Montez Sweat. They're another one that could take Rashawn Gary as well. I just think they're going to add a presence to that front line. Uh, Montez's sweat was diagnosed with a heart condition. You say Montez's sweat? <laughs> yeah, <extras>. Yes. <laughs> Montez's sweat. No, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say Montez's heart condition, Tried to, but I changed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Montez's Montez sweat, sweat condition. No. <laughs> sweat condition was diagnosed with heart palpitations. But he had a heart condition diagnosed that they're saying it might have been a misdiagnosis. And there's still more to come on that. So if that gets cleared, he will definitely shoot back up into the top, you know, eight to twelve range. Yeah. Who um, who was it last year that the Raiders grabbed? Was it like Mur- like Maurice Hurst? I think it was or something Hurst, like that the Raiders grabbed who like had some like heart thing come up. Oh yeah, it was the Raiders, wasn't it? Yeah. So like, did, he ended up like something like they like confirmed something on him and um, appreciate yeah, Maurice Hurst and he dropped like the third and that was a steal like talent wise and. Also from Michigan, so also true. Uh, I also could, I also potentially have Detroit taking Jonah Williams here. I think he would be great to add to their own line. They got Frank Ragnow last year. Now they're really building that up, uh, and he, I think he will be available at eight. So mm-hmm. that's definitely on the board for them as well. Oh, Hurst went uh, to fifth. Sorry, good. <laughs> oh damn. Uh, so we got Buffalo. I have no idea what Buffalo's gonna do. They could. Definitely take a tackle because their line is absolute trash. It, it's horrible. I don't know if there's a worse one. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they could also take some studs. I could see them taking taking a shot with uh, Hawkinson here where they need a tight end. They got rid of Charles Clay. And who knows? Maybe they'll take DK Metcalf. Yeah, I could see a receiver happening here. So this is definitely one to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Right now, I've I'm, have them with the banal route. They're going with the linemen. It's a good idea. <laughs> they need it. Yeah, they need it. Uh, then we got Denver. Uh, Drew Locke could go here. I think hopefully they're smart enough not to, and they'll take Devin White, mm-hmm. the best linebacker on the board. Yeah. One of the most. <laughs> yeah, they had him. Most people have him going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but with Josh Allen falling to five, they take him instead. And uh, White is available for Denver to take. And then the Jets now have their 11th pick if they trade with Cincy. If not, they'll have the 15th. But at 11, I have them taking Brian Burns, uh, one of the top edge rushers outside of, uh, well, you know, your Nick Bosa and your Montez Sweat Mm. and all them. 
Uh, Brian Burns could go before Sweat, depending on the heart thing. That still has to play out. Yeah. And then Green Bay. So I have them taking Hawkinson here just because Hawkinson fell. If Hawkinson goes to the Bills, then I see Green Bay taking Devin Bush um, instead. It just sort of depends on what what happens there. Yeah, yeah. I I feel, yeah, that like that 9, like 9-10 kind of thing is like the the Bills in Denver. Like I have no fucking clue what those teams are going to do. Yeah, and there's so many. There's a lot of talent at a lot of different positions. It's just mm-hmm. if they go by need or best player available, or maybe both. Um, and then I've got Miami coming up. I think they'll. They just got rid of Cameron Wake and Robert Quinn, so they need to replace the line. I've got them mm-hmm. taking Colin Farrell. Cool, cool. I know, I've seen that Miami is actually like one of the teams left that's interested in Rosen. Yes, they are, mm-hmm. and that could be a play too if they were to give up this pick. I think it would if they do get Rosen. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, uh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> a, yeah, a quarterback room of Rosen and, and Fitzmagic would be fucking amazing, though. I would, I would want to watch that. <laughs> I feel like they just, uh, if I was Rosen, I would prefer to go to somewhere else, but mm-hmm. yeah, maybe not. Oh, uh, let's see. And then I've got Atlanta. Now, right here, I have him taking Devin Bush, assuming that the Packers do not, and take Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure on it. I also had them taking Greedy Williams at one point. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's, I think if they're doing best player available, they'll take Devin Bush. Who take a moment and then appreciate how like perfect of a quarterback, a corner name greedy is right. (laughs) He wanted that ball, baby. Yeah. Like it's like cornerbacks who gamble are like, you consider like, like greedy, like there's like a playmaker kind of thing, like a gamble, like you you call it a gamble. His name's greedy. (laughs) It's just perfect. I don't know. I love it. Like, I don't know how. Like, if he ever gets burned, though, he's going to be sitting on the turf and they go, oh, he got greedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that and, like, like carry on as a running back and, like, next to, like, DeAndre Swift and he's fast as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes he's just, like, are perfect. I love it. Anyway, continue. It just works. Uh-huh. Okay, so now I've got Washington at 15. They don't have a quarterback yet because Haskins is gone. Uh, Kyler Murray is gone. Well, Drew Locke is available. Mm-hmm. I think they take Daniel Jones instead. Hopefully not. I, I personally, I don't like either of them, <laughs> so I don't necessarily think one is better than the other. When I think they're both not good, but I do think 15 here they take the best quarterback available mm-hmm. in, in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, and then 16s Carolina. Uh, I've got them taking a lineman. Jonah Williams has fallen, so. I'll have them taking him here if he's still available. And then I have the cards at 17 since they did get that pick for Rosen from the Giants. And I have them taking a lineman as well, uh, Chris Lindstrom. Lindstrom might be like my favorite lineman. He's so good. I think he is one of the best guards in the drafts. Yeah, like if if he were a tackle, he would probably go top 10. Yep. And uh, Arizona needs help everywhere, so – Good solid lineman, take him. Especially since next is Minnesota, who also desperately needs an offensive yeah. line. That I remember the off season, they literally couldn't field one at some point because <laughs> like they only had practice squad and like scrubs. Uh, so the, I think that have them taking Garrett Bradbury center, start rebuilding that interior line. Um, but there's a couple others. Uh, there's this McCoy person, Eric McCoy, that they could take as well because he can play. <laughs> uh, he can play guard and center, so that might be a little bit more versatile for them. But regardless, they're taking an interior lineman, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tennessee, 
Let's see. I don't have him taking a tight end. I have them grabbing one of the Clemson guys, one of those Clemson defensive tackles that mm -hmm. they think is best. Right now I've got Christian Wilkins, uh, assuming he does fall that far. He was one of the top uh, prospects as well. And so now have Pittsburgh at 20. Uh, my idea is they're going to take a cornerback, but they could do some stealer things. <laughs> Just take a wide receiver like Marquise Brown. <laughs> but I, I do have so them taking a corner. Are, I've heard there are a lot of teams who like love Marquise Brown. Yeah. I originally had him going uh, somewhere in here, but I had to take him out. I don't remember <laughs> why. I'll have to go back to that. All these things move around. You end up with so many like people. He he would be interesting on the Chargers though. Brown. Yeah, just because like, I mean they have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, but like Tyrell Williams is gone. Like I guess so. What's his name? Travis Benjamin's are deep threat now. Like they could use another guy to take the top off. Yeah, Marquise would do pretty well there. Mm -hmm. But so I have Pittsburgh taking a corner right now. I have them with Byron Murphy. Um, but if Greedy Williams is available, I think they'll take him. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's also apparently Rocky Sin, which is one of the best names in the draft, by the way. Rocky Sin. Rocky Sin. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> He's coming up in the draft order a lot. Um, I believe I had him going to Green Bay in one of my mocks because they needed that hyphenated player back on their secondary. Um, and then, so after Byron Murphy or uh, Greedy Williams to Pittsburgh, we've got Seattle. I think they need to take a safety because they got rid of Earl Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> they need that. But That'd in be. terms of like a like free safety prospects, I'm not entirely sure who's best for it. Right now I've got Jonathan Abram, but I don't know if he fits that. Mm -hmm. It could be like Taylor Rapp or one of these other guys. Then I've got the first wide receiver in the draft going here to the Baltimore Ravens, DK Metcalf. They take a chance on the stud. And hope mm -hmm. that Lamar and him can connect. It's personal bias. I want this to happen. Yeah. So this is, <laughs> this is your only receiver pick on the first round. And this is interesting. I, I I think there will be more than one receiver going in the first round. I, I think there will be happens. exactly two. Exactly two. Who do you yep. think the other one would be? If it like aside from Met Metcalf and uh, Marquise Brown. Gotcha. You think someone will end up grabbing him? Yep. I just don't know who. I could see someone trading up like into that thirty-one or thirty-two spot. But yeah, absolutely. Yep. He's he's one of these, like, I don't have him listed in my mock draft, but I know that he's going in the first round. <laughs> yeah, no clue where. Because <laughs> yeah. he could go to half of these teams. So, um, Let's see. Next up, you've got Cody Ford. To yep. They need, need line help. Yep. <laughs> need so much line help. And then I've got... Here? <laughs> <laughs> so There's so many teams with bad offensive lines. Yeah. How do you let this happen? <laughs> so important. So important. How do you let it happen? I mean, for fucking real, though. It's like the foundation of your offense. Yeah. Uh, I've got Oakland with Noah Fant here, though. I personally, I think Irv Smith might be a better fit for him. Um, yeah. He's just in terms of the tight end ranking, the next guy up. So I have him going to Oakland, and then Philly taking a corner, um, losing what's his name? What's his name? Darby, Ronald yeah. Darby. Uh, Greedy Williams, if he has fallen this far, I have him here. If not, uh, Byron Murphy, switch that with Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Then I've got Jeffrey Tillery to the Colts, helping out on that line, get some pass rush. And uh, Oakland taking Eric McCoy, guard slash center. They did lose Kalecki Osemele in the mm -hmm. offseason. So they do need a new guard. 
Uh, Chargers, I've got with DeAndre Baker, a corner. I, I'm not 100% on them taking a corner. I mean, they lost uh, Verrett in the offseason, so they do yeah. kind of need one. But their secondary seemed pretty solid last year. So who knows? They, I think they kind of are at liberty to take whatever they think is best. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, Seahawks. Chargers are kind of in a spot where they can just take best available. Their secondary was like underwhelming last year for like how talented it was, though, which was, you know, odd. Yeah, so they could definitely get some secondary help. Help out with Bosa and uh, Ingram in the front there. Uh, so then Seattle, have them taking a safety. Now I have them taking a defensive end. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons continue to help with that defense that is slowly but surely falling apart. And I've got Green Bay taking Zach Allen. Now, uh, this one uh, was sort of an interesting pick. I was looking through the the edge prospects and uh, some of the line prospects. And Green Bay, he's from Boston College. He's white, honestly. Like, I feel like they might put him at OLB and, oh, look, it's the new Clay Matthews. (laughs) (laughs) So you see him as the guy who could kind of, like, switch between, like, like he's gonna be a like a pass rusher, but at, like could can kind of switch back and forth a bit. Exactly, and that defense needs help, especially that they did sign Zadarius Smith in the off season, but it's Zedarius. still Zadarius. Exactly, Zadarius run. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I've got the Rams with Michael Jordan, offensive guard from Ohio State. Uh, but this is one of those trade up spots. Let's say Marquise Brown is still available. Mm. Give that to him. I don't think the Rams necessarily need anything. No, yeah. They're pretty stacked <laughs> still. But some line depth or maybe a great receiver or somebody out there, they'll take whoever. And then I've got mm-hmm. New England grabbing Dexter Lawrence, defensive gotcha. tackle. Yeah, so I I could see some like a team trading up to grab like Will Greer or someone at this last spot, a la Lamar Jackson last year. Uh-huh, right at 32. Yeah, because th- then you get that fifth-year option on him. Like that, that's like the reason to do it. So like I could definitely like trading up at the very end there, like to 31 or 32 to try to get a quarterback there. Interesting. I want to look at and see who's got the second round picks. Cause that's a good, that's a good take. I like that. I mean, it makes sense. Cause like, I mean, cause otherwise the Pats, I think would take Herb Smith there. If he's there, that would make sense. But if they got a trade offer, I think they would definitely consider it. If Miami's got the 13 spot in the second round, they could potentially trade up. Because like, I'm Take trying to, Will Greer. yeah, I'm looking at who I think he'd be a good fit with. Because like I saw, I saw that the Giants are interested in him. It's so, like if they don't, if the Giants don't pull something for Rosen, I assume we'll try to get. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the Raiders may want. Yeah, that could be in play. <laughs> if, uh, Kyler goes first, and then a lot of teams are calling the Dolphins about trading back, like trading to the Dolphins spot, just because if they decide they don't quarterback right, or if they go for interesting, or oh, sorry, really badly. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it could be interesting for like some teams with like quarterbacks they're unsure on to like. I could see Tampa day two taking a quarterback, like just to kind of put some pressure on Winston there, maybe. Um, let's see who else would make some sense. I mean, Minnesota, I wouldn't rule it out just because. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, his deal's not super long. Yeah. And then, I mean, okay, there's a good chance Oakland takes someone at some point. Not sure who, when, how, where, why, but. I do think they will. I mean, but. I, they, I, Gruden's won with an old quarterback. He likes the old quarterbacks, and Derek Carr's not even old yet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I have zero fun clear where Oakland's going since you know they sent their scouts home and all that shit. So. <laughs> they don't know where they're going. Yeah, so I, I guess I, I, there was like <coughs> more clearing up on that. I guess it was like Mayock more who did that thing. Hmm. I wonder if like Jacksonville will take like a quarterback later too, just to like kind of. 
Well, they gave Falls so much money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. much money. Uh, Jacksonville, what are you doing? Classic you know, Jacksonville being dumb. You know what he is. But um, yeah. So what are what are some are what are some fits as far as like player to team that you would like love to see? I know, like you said, DK Metcalf to Baltimore is one of them, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, not necessarily all offensive. I'll say a couple of them. Um, I do want Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. If not the Cardinals, then he needs to go to someone who can give him the right offense. Yeah, the, the, um, he, he makes sense with Kingsbury. That's why I assume it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I actually love Quinn and Williams to Oakland. That's why I have that as well as mm-hmm. Josh Allen to Tampa. Now, as far as some offensive guys, as far as fits, I, I think Hawkinson to the Bills would be one of my favorites. That'd be a good fit. I feel like Iowa and Wyoming are basically the same state. <laughs> like he'll just fit in so great with Josh Allen. <laughs> Maybe there's a few, more analysis, no. a few more bison. <laughs> oh man. Um, Smidgen more. Yeah. Well, yeah, one, one of my fits I've, I mentioned, I've like Irv Smith to the past just seems like a perfect fit. So that's that's one of the ones I think would be like a, a great. See, I really player. like Irv Smith to Oakland. That's what I. That's like I mean, if he, I could have him going either way. But yeah, I know yeah. they're your team. I he would do great with the Patriots. Yeah, it just like <laughs> it just makes so much sense as like trying to replace Gronk. Like Irv Smith just makes a lot of sense there. Like Oakland's been up and down with their tight end all the time, but like New England has steadily been always using tight ends so i think uh i kind of like sternberger to go to houston i like that that, w- that would be interesting that would be fun i think mm-hmm. he's so big yeah you have john watson throwing to him Oof, all day baby as far as like receiver like matches i want aj brown needs to be like the number one somewhere so yeah, he needs to go to someone that doesn't have that yeah not the best i mean i don't i don't want any receiver to go to jacksonville per se but yeah, they need someone. Yeah, he would, would make sense there. Um, honestly, like Miami, the Miami makes a lot of sense there because they've got Stills, and Wilson, Parker. Parker. But like, I mean, <laughs> I think Brown yeah. would certainly be a factor there. None of them are like the guy. They're mm-hmm. all a guy. They can all catch the ball, but they're not the guy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats picture <clears throat> like okay, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, good and all, but. If he's your only guy. He's old. Yeah. So I think the pass are in play for a receiver. I don't know but... Well, Andy Isabella in a late round is just like textbook them. <laughs> but in terms of some other guys, maybe outside of that. Um, I think I think I, Philly would be fit. That. I, yeah, I've heard a couple of those as well. Well, where do you want... If you could have Debo go somewhere. I mean... Steelers? Steelers make sense, <laughs> but like, I don't know... Like, I think he no not necessarily he would be fun with he I like him. Oh yeah. They're another team actually, that actually Seattle. I think could he'd take be great more. with Seattle. Like Oh yeah. Doug Baldwin him, him and Doug Baldwin. Well Doug Baldwin might just be done and like they have Tyler Lockett, but they need more weapons. And he'd sort of be like that Golden Tate replacement they had all those years ago. A little bit bigger. Yeah. As I'm like trying to remember Golden Tate's career path, I completely forgot about it because he's moved around like a little too I wrote Golden Gate, not Golden Tate. Oh no. I think it'd be cool if Tennessee grabbed somebody like like Hakeem Butler, yeah, in a in a later round who's just 
big and can take the pressure off of Davis for a few plays. Yeah, I completely forgot that Golden State started in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, because Titans did get Humphreys, but, you know. Uh, they did. But, you know. <laughs> but, you know. You know, you know, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to get that Madden rating up. <laughs> but, yeah, Baltimore Baltimore needs more receivers. Because, like, like right, right now there's no one for Lamar to throw to. So that's, you know, not good. Um, Jacksonville yeah. does need someone. Um, I don't know who I'm trying to, I don't know who would be a good fit there. Um, there's a good chance Kansas City takes someone, and I I think Hakeem yep. Butler would be a great fit there. I mean, they could take Marquise Brown if they just think they're going to lose Reek. <laughs> that would just be like so obvious. Like if they take Marquise Brown, they're like, okay, we know what's going on. We know something's coming. Right. There'd be so many fucking mm-hmm. videos. Oh man. But um, yeah. So there's there's a this is going to be a fun night because like. Not that much seems like that obvious this like this year. Yeah, that's I love it. I mm-hmm. love all the speculation. There's so many different mock drafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, of variants. I'm trying to like look through the rest of these teams to see like who like wa- okay, Washington needs a receiver badly. Yes, I was thinking of AJ Brown for them. Yeah, that'd be good because right now like they have Doxson and that's about it, right? Doxson, they lost Crowder and Paul Richard. He's there, right? Yeah, he is. He exists. They need I receiver think. help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. AJ Brown would be good there. Um, honestly, I think Debo Samuel would be great there too. So, but yeah, I'm bummed I won't be able to see the first little bit of it. But I'll definitely be ready to catch up and you know watch the rest of the night for sure. But um, yeah, it's almost time. We've got about four hours till it starts from from right now. Um, so I'll get this up like ASAP, and then. We'll Any uh, trades you think will happen in the first round? Um, aside from the Rosen thing. Um, okay, so you do think Rosen gets traded? Yes. Okay. As far yeah. as where, um, it's going to be Giants or Redskins. Giants um, or Redskins, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's the most sense. Yeah, I think, I'm not sure, because like, Giants obviously could have taken him last year, but Washington like wasn't in the quarterback market last year at this time. So... True. That's why they, they just got Alex Smith yeah, at this point last year. His leg is dead. Ugh, so broke. Yeah, that's why. Like, they, I, I, I would say like maybe slight favor to Washington just because of they may have had him all. They may have looked at it, but like it wasn't realistic for them to do it. But um, I, th- I don't. I mean, someone could trade up to number two for Bosa. Like, I could see that happening. Like with the Niners, and they take yeah. But who? Because I know I know pass rushers are hard to find, so Oakland may do that. <laughs> uh, Khalil Mack, rip. Something, but um, yeah, and then like I said, I really I really think end of the round someone's gonna trade up to like grab a quarterback that's still there. The other thing is I with Denver, I think they could go defense in the first round more likely because they did just get Vic Fangio as yeah. head coach, and he's gonna want to add like some some dope defensive players apparently chris harris jr wants a new contractor he wants out yeah they've they've got him at a discount for a while i, I, don't, I don't blame him hopefully they give him a new contract they need some defensive help they just need a lot of help they just need help they have joe flag as their quarterback they need some help they need some help they need, help. Like, they need a special kind of help help the broncos they need john elway to not be the gm yeah <laughs> maybe like a quarterback coach <laughs> <laughs> so we're demoting you from GM to quarterback coach. <laughs> Seriously. But quarterback I, coaches are all the rage right now. Trust me. Well, I don't know how to do that. I can't teach you. I just sling it. <laughs> just got to sling it out there. Uh, 
just gotta just gotta uh, sling sling it out there. <laughs> and, and Andy told me to sling it. <laughs> That's what I did. It's not it's not a Mozzie the Muscle episode without a Mozzie. Well, so. Of course. But um, anyway, um, we hope you all enjoy the draft tonight. Um, Holden Jones. And um, <laughs> yeah, I will definitely we'll be back. Um, Watch know. the Jets take him. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. But like they, you know, ruin everything. So. <laughs> uh, I just I really hope the Raiders. If the Raiders. Take- oh man, that would, what? Oh, that would be very sad. But um, yeah, we hope you all enjoy the draft. We'll be back probably next week with like a post draft recap and everything. Our takes on the landing spots and all that. And um, oh, just get yeah. generally excited for the football season. Our our dynasty draft, um, like our, our you know long drawn out drafts, um, technically begins uh, next Wednesday on May first. Woo! I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to fill a spot because um, we had so, like I had someone like two a couple of days ago be like, hey, I'm not going to be in next year. I'm like, all right, I gotta find I gotta find someone then. So Damn. Ho- hopefully Jared joins. But if not, I've got I've got other people I'm going to ask. Some peeps. Yeah. I know enough people who like football that I think I can fill it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. And I just can't hide. <laughs> anyway, we hope you all have a, have a good evening, good good draft weekend, and uh, everyone stay stay safe and mostly rational while you're watching. Mostly rational. Yeah, don't throw a chair at the TV. <laughs> Unless your your team <laughs> takes Justin Gilbert and Jimmy <laughs> Van Bell. <laughs> uh, <right>. No. <laughs> That was great, but anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in. Have a good one.